we are so used to ignoring our body intuition and the signals that it is constantly sending us. This is rooted in our childhood because, again, the systems that we grew up in, the educational system, social system, perhaps even your family system, really taught us as children that it was more important to be compliant than it was to act in line with our own wishes and intuition and feelings and perspectives. And what that gets us as adults is adults who are out of touch with their intuition, who no longer know how to sense it, no longer know how to tap into it, and who no longer are able to act in accordance with it. And so if this is something that you feel like you struggle with, then human design is going to be so invaluable as a tool for you in tapping back into your own intuition and learning how to make decisions that are aligned for you and your energy. Welcome to Lit Up AF, the podcast that helps you create a life that lights you up. I'm Jenny Rose, your average 30-something millennial who spent years following the conventional roadmap to success until one day I looked around and realized I was burnt out, uninspired, and living a life that was out of alignment with my dreams and desires. So I threw away the old roadmap and now I'm following my own inner compass as I create a life that leaves me feeling lit up as fuck. I started this podcast because I know that I'm not the only one who did all the right things yet ended up feeling trapped in a life meant for someone else. So if you're feeling stuck, consider this your permission slip to throw out the old roadmap, tune into your inner compass, and create your unique version of happiness, even if it doesn't make sense to those around you. Join me here each week for a dose of inspiration, encouragement, practical advice, and honest conversations with others on a similar journey. Let's dive in. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to Lit Up AF, the podcast that helps you create a life that lights you up. I'm your host, Jenny Rose, and if you're new here, it is so awesome to have you here. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for all of your continued support. We are on episode 12, and a little update because I mentioned this at the start of episode 11, but we officially have over 1,000 downloads of the podcast, which just feels like such a nice little milestone. We are just about two months into this podcasting journey together. And I couldn't have done this without you. So thank you so, so much to everybody that has been listening from the beginning. It just means the world to me that this podcast is resonating for so many of you. We are going to dive into something today that has made a massive impact on my life. But before we do that, I have a few announcements that I want to get into. So first of all, I should preface all of this with saying that I do have a little bit of a sore throat today. So hopefully I don't sound too raspy, but I have taken my favorite little juice shot from Trader Joe's. It's called Suja, I think is the brand. And they have an immunity shot that has vitamin D and zinc in it. And I swear every time I take one of these little juice shots when I'm not feeling my best, I feel better almost immediately or the next day. So I'm really hoping that this will not turn into anything more than this little sore throat. But some announcements that I want to dive into are I'm going to be on my friend Dana's podcast. It is called the Get Smart with Money podcast. And we are going to be talking about all of the things that should have been taught to us in school, but we're not. So I'm really excited to be on that podcast and it should be coming out within the next few weeks. So keep an eye out on my Instagram lit up underscore af where i will definitely be posting once that interview goes live or you can of course feel free to follow dana and her podcast again it's called get smart with money follow her on any of her social media accounts or follow the podcast on spotify or apple or wherever you listen to podcasts she's on all of them so 
I'm very excited to be doing that interview with her. And then I wanted to let you all know that something that I had mentioned on a previous episode of the podcast is that I was planning on doing a new moon circle virtually with any of you that were interested in May. And unfortunately, I'm not going to be doing this in May and I'm hoping to kick that off in June. So I'm really sorry if that is something that you were looking forward to. I hate to let people down. I did have a couple of people reach out to me and express a lot of interest and excitement around joining the New Moon Circle, but I promise that this is something that I still plan to do in the future, and things got stalled for a couple of reasons, and so I probably spoke a little bit too soon on the podcast because I was really, really excited to dive into that, but There's actually something else that's even bigger and even more exciting, in my opinion, that I'm working on, and I'm not going to talk about it just now because clearly I spoke too soon the last time I talked about the new moon circle, but I really hope that I will have some updates for you here in the coming weeks about what this exciting new thing is that I am working on. However, something else that is coming soon that I can, in fact, talk to you about now is that we are finally going to start diving into human design on this podcast. If you've listened to previous episodes of the podcast, or honestly, even if you just listened to the intro of the podcast, then you will have heard me mention human design at least a few times. Human design, if you are not in the know about it, is a system that is used for spiritual awakening and getting a better understanding of who you are and how you were uniquely designed to show up in the world. Like human design, literally what it's called, each human has their own unique design and we can leverage this design to create a life that lights us up. And you know that I am all about that. We are going to lightly touch on human design today and my experience with it, but it is a somewhat complex system. So if human design is not something that you know too much about, maybe you have only heard a little bit about it, or perhaps you've never even heard of this system at all, I want to invite you to stick around the podcast the next few weeks because I'm going to be doing a multi-part series that is going to help you dive deep into your own unique human design chart. So stick around for that because I am very, very excited to dive into this topic because it's one of my favorite topics of all and has made such a huge impact in my life, but I found that it was so complex when I first started looking into it that there was so much information out there. And so my goal with the podcast is really to create this intro series that is going to hopefully save you a lot of the time and confusion and effort and reading and all of the stuff that I first struggled with when I found this system, because I truly believe that it is the key to living the life that you are meant to live. And on that note, Let's dive into today's topic for the podcast, which is how to always make the correct decision for you, regardless of the problem or the situation that is facing you. Now, I know that that probably sounds like a very bold claim, but here's where I'm going to start to touch on some of the foundations of human design. Now, we're touching on the foundations here because there's going to be a lot of nuance that comes into play within your own unique human design. However, the foundations apply to everyone. So one of the foundational understandings in human design is the idea of passenger consciousness. Now, what I mean by that is you have two sides to you. There is your personality side, which is conscious, and your design side, which is unconscious. Your personality side is the side of you that believes that this is who you are. And your design side is more unconscious. And so it's not necessarily something that you always recognize in yourself 
but it is very much you, the you that exists underneath the surface. The way that we frequently talk about this in human design is the idea of a tunnel. Let's say that you are sitting on a grassy hill beside a tunnel and a road. And what is going on in the tunnel, you cannot see, but there's very much a lot of action that's happening in there, cars that are driving through. You can't see it until it comes out of the tunnel. So the tunnel is your design side. You don't know what's going to come out until it pops out. And then the personality side is what you can see very clearly on the road. Now, both of these sides of you are held together by what is called the magnetic monopole, which we're not really going to dive into today. That's something that we can save for the deeper dive into human design. But the idea of passenger consciousness is that there are three components here. There is your body, which is the design side of you. And for the sake of the analogy, it is the vehicle. There is the personality side of you, which is conscious, which could be associated with your mind. And then there is the universe, which is meant to be the driver in the vehicle. Now, the problem is your mind and your personality side of you thinks that it's supposed to be driving the vehicle. But realistically, you're just supposed to be a passenger in this car that is being guided through life by the universe, which is driving your vehicle, which is your body. And where we get into so much trouble is we think that we are supposed to be making decisions from the mind. It's as if the mind is trying to wrestle control of the vehicle from the driver. And imagine how that would feel for you if you were driving a car down the road and you had a passenger next to you and they were constantly grabbing the steering wheel and trying to veer you off course. That would be extremely stressful and dangerous. And you would probably not end up going down the right path for you because the mind or your passenger is constantly trying to pull you in different directions. However, what we have been told from the time that we were just little kids is that we need to make logical decisions, that we need to make all of our decisions from our mind and we need to have a pros and cons list and we need to approach a decision from every single angle. And what that has taught us from the time that we are little kids is to bypass the inner body knowing that we have, which is our intuition. Your body is constantly sending you signals of what it is that is correct for it and what is not correct for it. Now, this can show up so many different ways. And again, these sensations in your body, they may be experienced differently based on what is called your authority in human design, which that's where a lot of the nuance and specificity comes into play. So I'm not going to dive into that in today's episode of the podcast, but rest assured that we will be diving deep into that as well as other areas of human design in the coming weeks in that multi-part human design foundational series. Now, maybe you're wondering, okay, then what is the role of the mind if it's not what we're supposed to be using to make decisions? And that is a great question because there is a lot of value in your mind. I like to think of it almost like a computer. It is excellent for processing information, for making analyses. It's wonderful as well for linking complex thoughts and theorizing. However, you wouldn't want a computer to control your life, right? It's almost like, I guess, the conversation that's been happening around AI and whether or not AI is dangerous. And you can almost think of your mind as a computer like AI, where it is capable of processing immense amounts of information and making really strong analyses, but it's not what you would want to control your life. Whereas your body is constantly sending you these signals of like, yes, this is correct, or no, this is not correct. But 
we've been trained out of recognizing those sensations in our body or attaching meaning to it. And there's this really great quote from Ra Uruhu, who is the man who channeled the system of human design. And I want to read it to you now because I think that it sums up the point that I'm trying to make perfectly. He said, what you can rely on, you've never relied on in your life. What you can't trust, you've been trying to trust all of your life. What you've been trusting has never been you. What you've been ignoring has always been you. Try to trust what's really you and see what happens. Now, I'm going to reread that because I can see how that might be a little confusing at first. So what you can rely on, you've never relied on in your life. He's saying that you are supposed to be relying on your body's signals to you, your body intuition, but you've never relied on it in your life. What you can't trust, you've been trying to trust all of your life. That's your mind, living from your mind and trying to make all your decisions from the mind. What you've been trusting has never been you. That's the personality side of you, the conscious side. What you've been ignoring has always been you. That's your design side, your unconscious side. Try to trust what's really you and see what happens. That part's pretty self-explanatory. But to go back to the piece about how we are so used to ignoring our body intuition and the signals that it is constantly sending us, this is rooted in our childhood because, again, the systems that we grew up in, the educational system, social system, perhaps even your family system, really taught us as children that it was more important to be compliant than it was to act in line with our own wishes and intuition and feelings and perspectives. And what that gets us as adults is adults who are out of touch with their intuition, who no longer know how to sense it, no longer know how to tap into it, and who no longer are able to act in accordance with it. And so if this is something that you feel like you struggle with, then human design is going to be so invaluable as a tool for you in tapping back into your own intuition and learning how to make decisions that are aligned for you and your energy. It is worth noting here that it is probably going to feel extremely unnatural to you when you first start to play around with this because, again, we are so used to trying to make decisions from the logical mind and bypassing what our body is telling us. And often what the body is telling you might be in direct misalignment with what is coming from your mind. And so an example of this could be something along the lines of if you were applying for jobs and there were two job offers on the table and one of them paid you more money and the other one paid you less money. But for some reason, you were really, really drawn to the one that was paying you less money. Your logical mind might tell you, well, we should be making more money, so let's just go with that option. But your body is sending you the signal that you should go with the second option and you might not know why it's telling you to go with that second option. It's just this instinctual understanding that this is the correct decision for you and your energy. And so it requires a lot of self-trust to start to play around with this because your mind is going to try to control things. It's going to try to grab that steering wheel. It's going to try to put you in whatever position it thinks will be safest. But by not following your body's knowing, your intuition, then you will miss out on so much magic in your life. So many things that you never would have foreseen for yourself simply because it didn't exist as an option in your logical mind. I actually saw this piece of artwork on Instagram earlier today that I think speaks pretty well to this. It was a drawing of an iceberg. And if you were not aware of this already, an iceberg tends to have just a very small fraction of it showing above water, but the vast majority of it is actually underneath the water, invisible to the naked eye. And in the artwork, it was actually talking about how 
What the mind is processing is that small sliver of ice above the water. And what the body knows is that much bigger structure that exists beneath the surface. And so when you think of it this way, the conscious is what's on the surface and the unconscious is what lies below. And this is exactly what I'm trying to demonstrate in this conversation is that your body knows so much more than you give it credit for. And it really does have so much wisdom in order to be driving these decisions. It's just that we have been taught to put our authority elsewhere in our mind and it's not equipped for the job. The body is actually the one that is equipped to be making the decisions for you if you just give yourself enough trust to actually listen to it. If this topic is really resonating for you today, then I'm going to invite you to do some journaling around this. I have six prompts that I am going to read to you and we'll work down the list. You can feel free to pause the episode, grab a pen and a journal and take your time working through them. Or I'm also going to make sure that I include the journal prompts in the show notes if you would like to just finish listening to the episode and come back to them later. Or you can also always pause the episode and just contemplate it. Maybe you don't write it down or maybe you even talk about it out loud to yourself or talk about it with a friend. I personally love to talk out loud to myself in my car. I've definitely mentioned that in previous episodes, but for me, sometimes my brain moves faster than my hand does. And so sometimes it's easier for me to just work through something by talking out loud to myself instead of writing it down. And perhaps I look crazy, but that's totally fine. In general, something that's so important to recognize in human design is that it's about embodiment not information. You can have all the information in the world, but it doesn't actually give you any wisdom if you're not doing anything with it and embodying it. And so I'd like to end each of the episodes that will be coming up in the next few weeks around the foundational human design series with some things like journaling prompts. And I know that this is not the official start of that series, but I think it's good to just kind of start to get yourself in the mindset of listening to your body and not listening so much to your mind because we are going to be focusing on that so much in the coming weeks. Okay, if you are ready, these are the journal prompts. Number one, when do you feel most grounded and connected to your body and intuition? Number two, what types of environments or situations make you feel uncomfortable or disconnected from your body? Number three, what physical sensations do you experience when something feels wrong or undesirable to you? Number four is related to number three. When was the last time that you bypassed that inner knowing and acted out of accordance with it? Was the experience positive, negative, or neutral? Number five, what physical sensations do you experience when something feels exciting or intriguing to you? And number six relates back to number five, when was the last time that you listened to that inner excitement and acted in accordance with it? Was the experience a positive, negative, or neutral one? My hope is that these journal prompts will start to reveal to you what has happened in your past around 
listening to your intuition or ignoring your intuition because so often we don't even realize that our body is sending a signal. So those journal prompts should help you to tune back into what those physical sensations of those signals actually feel like in your body. Those journaling prompts should also set you up for success as we dive into the foundations of human design in the coming weeks. And if you want to do a little bonus homework leading up to that series of podcast episodes, then I highly recommend that you make sure that you find your birth date, time, and location. Human design, like astrology, is one of those systems where you are going to get the most accuracy if you have accurate birth, date, time, and location information. So most people know their date and their location that they were born, but maybe don't have the specifics around the time that they were born. I highly recommend being very very specific here and not just going with a rough time frame like afternoon or morning. See if you can get that information and then I recommend looking up your human design chart online. There are tons of websites out there that will give you your chart for free. What I use is Maya Mechanics. I'll link that in the show notes as well. I use the paid version because I have been studying human design for well over a year at the Human Design Coaching Academy. So I have need for having room for tons of different charts, but you should be able to just look up yours for free on Maya Mechanics or any of the other websites out there. There's tons of places that you can find this information. So if you grab your chart and you feel a little bit overwhelmed, not to worry, rest assured because we will be going into all of the specifics on how to read your human design chart in the coming weeks. So if you have not already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you will get a notification every time there's a new episode. But generally speaking, new episodes launch every Friday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern time. So you can just keep that in mind as well. I hope that you found value in today's episode. This one was a quickie episode, but the next few episodes should be a little bit longer. So Come prepared, and I cannot wait to dive further into human design with all of you because it is such an amazing system for understanding who you are at your deepest core, and I cannot wait to help guide you along on the journey. I love you so, so, so much. Have a fantastic weekend, and I will see you next Friday. Love you. Bye. If today's episode lit you up in any way, please consider sharing it with a friend or loved one you feel would benefit. If you want to continue the conversation on today's topic, I would love to hear from you over on Instagram at litup underscore AF. Lastly, I would so appreciate it if you left a rating and review for the podcast to help it reach more listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found value in today's episode. I'll be back next week. Love you. Bye.